0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to Folky Christmas. Great to see you. <laughs> now, I'm going to do a little bit... <coughs> well, first of all, if you're brand new to this building, or if you've never been to Fokey, let me just tell you a little bit about what we're going to be doing tonight. We're going to be having a mixture of um, traditional carols, one or two kind of quirky takes on um, older lyrics, and we're also going to be having quite a lot of tunes. And uh, We've got some Irish and Scottish fiddle tunes. And they're quite good, actually, Just not just to listen to. You can't really sing to them because they're fiddle tunes. But you can jig to them or jog to them or jump up and down to them and only that kind of stuff. So all that kind of stuff is permitted. And actually, at the end of the service tonight, we're going to actually have a little bit of a cold sort of circle dance. But we're going to just demonstrate what we're going to do in a few minutes so that you. So what I want to have is I want rowdy folk... Down the front. Is anyone feeling rowdy tonight at all? Are there some rowdy ones there? Get, get, get loud! If you're, if you're rowdy, give us a whoop. Yay! Great. So anyway, when, I, when I call you out, you rowdy ones, I just want you down the front so that Glynn can explain what we're gonna do and just teach you something before we start our service proper. So it'll be a little bit of a dress rehearsal and, and a, a bit of a, a practice. So just some housekeeping stuff. We've got toilets all over the building. On my left, at the back, in the foyer. Um, We're very informal tonight. You could come and go a little bit if you want to. If there is a fire alarm that sounds, it means we need to vacate the building. So leaving by one of the fire exits, which we've got the green uh, running man there. Um, One there, one of the sides, on my left, through the stage. Don't take that one because you'll knock all our instruments over. But but really just to say that we hope that whether or not you're a regular at church, whether this is a bit of a new experience for you, or whether you're here because you want a Christmas kind of folky feeling. However you are, whoever you are, however you've come, we hope that you feel really, really welcome and that you enjoy the evening. So I'm going to hand over to Glyn just to talk us through a little bit about, um, oh, there he is. Bit of an elf, elf, isn't
1: Okay, so those people are up for a bit of a dance to start with. If you want to come down the front, that'd be fantastic, preferably with a partner. That means come down the front. Oh, yes, there's some people coming, I can see. Come come on. Yeah. Yay. Get them a clap. Oh, we got some people. Thank you very much. This is great. Okay, get yourself with your partner. If you stand in a big circle with your partner next to you, so you're forming like a giant circle. Big circle, come all the way along the front here. Stretch along here if you like. Come on through, stretch along if you like. Yep, yeah, there we go. Okay, so with your partner... It doesn't matter who, which is which but one of you needs to be an elf one of you needs to be a snowman that's all you need to know all right you're not elf snowman we got sorted okay the wedding dance starts what you're going to do is hold hands in the whole circle wonderful you're going to go into the middle for four steps and out again so here we go or one two three four wonderful and out for four and then repeat that to into the middle, lovely and out for four, lovely. Right, now it's the same thing but it's just elves this time and on the four you're going to do a jump on a clap, okay. So you're going one, two, three, clap. Go for it, elves into the middle, one, two, three, clap. Wonderful and then snowmen do the same thing. Snowmen in the middle. Wonderful, here we go. Right, okay, now this is the way, um, those people who are in the digital world won't remember this, but clockwise, you're gonna go that way, okay, but with your partner next to you. So you might wanna do like a promenade hold, over the shoulder if you want, or just arm in arm, whichever. Lovely, oh, like, experts. Anyway, we're gonna go walking that way. Off we go, that's walking that way, round the circle. Keep going, lovely. And then you're gonna stop there, wherever you are, stop there, and then you're gonna, normally we'd say swing your partner, but probably haven't got much reams, so kind of gently amble in a circle on the spot with your partner <laughs> for eight bars. Lovely, there we go. And then we're back, just your way, you're gonna to need to finish that by being back in the circle again, which we're going straight into from the beginning. Shall we try there a bit of music? Do you wanna give us the four bars? Yeah, the four, yeah thank you, Paul into the middle and out we come and again into the middle Here we go. Wonderful. So that's giving you some ideas. We're going to run that again at the very end with loads more people. We could have like a circle over there, circle over there. Everyone could be doing it. But for now, just give us some ideas. Use those ideas. Come down the front when we're doing the service. That'd be brilliant. Thank you, guys.
0: Tell you what, we've got a lot of wires up here. It's a bit like knitting. I've got very large feet. I am bound to trip somebody up, or trip myself up, so forgive us if that happens. Okay, uh, lovely to see you. Um, we're going to start our service properly in a moment. I might even pray, you know, but um, what we want to do is, is to celebrate, to feel that um, you can have a party in the house of God. In fact, Jesus told a story, a parable about someone who went looking for parties and in up bankrupt and came home and found that his father threw a big party for him. That's the story of the prodigal son. There's actually a picture of heaven. That's what it's meant to be. In fact, we're all invited to a heavenly party. And what better time than to celebrate the birth of Jesus, to have a party. So there's something of that flavor tonight. And of course, life is shot through with joy and sorrow. We want to hold those in tension. But we do hope that tonight you will be able to feel the love and feel the joy of our Lord Jesus Christ. And... Um, We do encourage rowdiness throughout the service. You're allowed to clap your hands, of course, but that space at the front or in the aisles is for jigging and jogging. It doesn't have to be formal, you can just let yourself go. If you'd like to, we would enjoy that if you did that. It would make us feel cheerful. Um, And we're gonna start our service with a song, uh, a hymn called God Rest You, Merry Gentlemen. It's not talking to merry gentlemen, it's talking to gentlemen and gentle ladies and telling them to God rest you merry. If you're going to find rest, let's have some merriness in our rest. You know, there's a lot of distress in the world, isn't there? There's a lot of, um, I don't know, there's there's a lot in our our wider world, in our local circumstances, which are troubling and painful. And and sometimes we we just want to block it all out. But actually, there's also light and hope in our world. And there's reason to be merry. There's reason to be glad because God has not abandoned this world. He's not abandoned us. He loves us. And so Christmas time, we want to, to rest merry. And so, as we sing, God rest you merry gentlemen and ladies, we're going to go into that, and then we're going to go into a tune um, uh, called the Raggle Tackle Gypsies, actually. We're going to do that as well, and we'll put the two together. And you can clap your hands, but you can also, you know, if you've got legs, they're not Methodist legs, are they? They're not, but they're charismatic legs, aren't they? They can do anything, all right? So, um, enjoy. Okay. Father God, thank you that you've called us to be um, people who love you and live life to the full. And we thank you, God, that um, you look down upon us as a father who loves us with pleasure and you delight in your children. Help us to delight you as we tell you that we love you tonight. Amen.
2: Go. There we go. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Let's get the party started. <laughs> Sorry for that. Um, so, for us Northern Hemisphere Christians, uh, Christmas isn't Christmas without a bit of frost or snow. We may not like it to hang around for too long, but we do dream of a white Christmas. It's cozy indoors when it's snowy outside. What about those who can't get inside? What about those on the streets at Christmas? And even in Palestine, it gets pretty cold in the bleak midwinter. Our hearts go out to all those suffering a bleak Christmas, and tonight, as we enjoy our comfortable Christmas, we are going to give you an opportunity later to um, to give in our retiring collection to some amazing amazing charities that are doing some amazing work um, but right now let's let us pray if you yeah let us pray yeah heavenly Father we We thank you that you are a father of extravagance, extravagant joy, extravagant love, extravagant justice. And Father, we just pray for all of those who are suffering, suffering beyond my wildest imaginings, to be so cold or so hungry, or so lost, or so lonely. Father God, we ask you to break our hearts a little bit more this Christmas for what breaks yours. We ask that we, the church, will know what to do. <laughs> Father God, this Christmas we um, we ask for more mercy for more love for more grace um yeah in jesus name amen
0: well we're going to sing in the bleak midwinter it's got a slight twist to it you may recognize some of the um, musical references here
3: join me on your feet then if you know it Shy. Born into a world that's so wide
2: birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus uh, issued a decree that a census should be taken for the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place when Cornelius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So, Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee and Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn.
0: That's the version of the story of the nativity. We're gonna see it in a moment with a um, Little Town of Bethlehem. Now, actually, some good writing there. Not quite rowdy enough for my taste, but (laughs) we're getting there. But um, we're going to finish, we're going to sing our little town in Bethlehem, which is beautiful. Then we're going to go into a a couple of tunes. One's called Calape House. And it's uh, a song, actually, Calape House is a big house where lots of musicians recorded in in America. But it also means a steam whistle. And it's also the Greek muse of poetry and eloquence. So um, that's very fitting for tonight, isn't it? But um, we want to have a house for God that's full of joy and poetry. But when Jesus came into the world, the house that he came to was... um, a mucky old stable. So the second tune we're doing is the mucking of Geordie's byre. And um, I can't do the Adrienne's accent, actually, but um, you know, a buyer is a stable and it's a mucky place. And uh, the, the second tune, the mucking of Jordy's brow reminds us that actually when Jesus came, it wasn't to a palace or a wonderful house. It was just to a very humble place. And he's willing to come wherever he's needed. And he's come to the dark places of our hearts, too. Anyway, if you'll stand again, we're going to do in a um, little town and then go to these two tunes.
3: Little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above like thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy God's tree shine the everlasting light. The whole set is of all the years are met in thee too.
4: full of grace and truth.
0: And um, we want to celebrate the light that shines into our lives. So we're going to be singing a a song. Actually, this is a song with some words that um, Glenn has put to a tune by the American um, uh, songwriter Steve Earle. And it's a good rollicking tune. And we're going to follow it by a good old Methodist reel called The Temperance Reel. And, uh, you know, if you've got Methodist legs, you can dance to this one as well, because it's, it's jolly. So, again, if, you wanna go, if, if, you can, if you'd like to have a go at singing along with us, we'd like that. We, you do,
1: wanna... we would love you to. It's, it's really easy to follow. I know some of Branch Church here tonight as well. They've been singing it for the last of
3: weeks. Right,
1: so you're leading it from out there, Branch. OK, let's do it. Beyond this silent hill
3: Sing a lovely Irish lullaby now. To
5: the, t- uh, the song is Silent Night. So you've just sat down. We're going to ask you to stand up again. <laughs> you get your get your blood pumping, a Carol's day
2: The child in a manger is God, become small, small enough to be known, small enough to be vulnerable. In sleep, his infant mouth works in and out. He is so new, his silk skin has not yet been roughed by plain and wooden beam nor so far has he had to deal with human doubt he is in a dream of nipple found of blue white milk of curving skin and pulsing in his ear the inner throb of a warm heart's repeated sound his only memories float from fluid space so new he has not pounded nails hung a door broken bread felt rebuff bent to the lash wept for the sad heart of the human race Now babies are always a sign of joy, especially this one prophesied with and with those who have eyes to see, the savior of the world. From Luke's gospel, sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people,
0: Israel. We're going to sing the world because there is joy in a new life. Those who've got eyes to see can see on this baby save the world. We're gonna proceed the song with a, with a Irish tune, the Irish Rover and we're going to follow it by a song that we only get to sing Christmas, Whiskey in a Jar. Uh, We're we're just going to play those tunes, but uh, again, they're they're good dancing ones. If you want to enjoy yourself with those, but we want to celebrate the joy of the Lord, don't we? So uh, if you're ready to stand again, that's ideal.
2: Joy to the world means that everyone is included. Jesus was a uh, a great party attendee, uh, especially parties uh, where the wrong people were invited. We are all invited to this party. And the three kings that we are about to sing about next, uh, magicians from the East, not respectable Jews. Well, they are a sign of this radical inclusion. Let's sing.
0: If you've been here before, you know that we like to hold on those uh, enemies of We Three Kings. See, as long as we can. Let's see if you've got stamina in your vocals. Um, can you stand again? You thought for it. On. If only if you want to. Mm. We three kings are born again.
5: follow that really. Uh, This is a poem called 100 Times. You've heard this tale a hundred times in preacher's prose and ragged rhymes, the manger and the donkey ride, the baby to a teenage bride. You've sat in church in candlelight, wax lyrically through silent night, come faithfully Being told to hark, the Bible words of light in dark. It's all quite fun, don't get me wrong. Christmas sweaters and familiar songs. Pies of mince and mulling wine. It's great. It's fun. It's really fine. But when the candles fade to black, when you're finally heading back to homes, to jobs, to kids, to friends to lists of chores that never end to dreams of flying somewhere hot do you ever ask Jesus so what? so what his birth in Palestine so what this water into wine so what that turn the other cheek so what the blessed are the meek so what to do with newborn son, with 20 centuries been and gone. If Jesus comes but once a year, what really are we doing here? But was there beauty in that birth? That God as child would crawl on earth, creator in created skin, would see our plight and enter in? Or was there beauty in that life that walked our joys, our fears, our strife, where every step left prints of peace and captives' hearts met sweet release Yet even beauty on that cross, where mortal eyes saw only loss, forgive them, Father, Jesus cried, and every tear was crucified, and there was beauty in that tomb, the splendor of an empty room where ugly death met its demise, and new hope dawned with new sunrise so hear this tale eternal times despite these failing awkward rhymes there is a God who loves your all your ebb your flow your rise your fall he's closer than the air you breathe whether or not you dare believe so take this hope into this night Jesus your life Jesus your light
0: Thank you, Ian, for writing and sharing that poem with us tonight. And it's a, it's a question, isn't it? What, what do we make of Jesus the rest of the year? You're probably familiar with the story from the First World War, where at Christmas time, the opposing armies, the Germans and the English and the French, it was Christmas time, they laid down their weapons played a game of football across the trenches. Because there's something about the message of Christmas, the Prince of Peace, peace, goodwill to all men, which broke through even that conflict. But... Actually, the war continued. That was just 1914, and it rolled on and claimed millions of lives. And if peace and joy and goodwill are just for a moment, just for when we've got the food and the alcohol and the families around, and then it dissipates for the rest of the year, what is it all about anyway? And for us, as we celebrate Christmas, we we want not just to think about Jesus, not just to remember Jesus, not just to tell a nice story, but to have a, a place of encounter, In a few minutes, we're going to sing a hymn set to an Irish air, the start of the county down. But it's called, I Heard the Voice of Jesus Say. And in in the the hymn, it kind of, it's a message where Jesus is speaking to us. I heard the voice of Jesus say, come unto me and rest. And it finishes with, I heard the voice of Jesus say, I am this dark world's life. And there's something different about um, thinking about Jesus and knowing about Jesus to hearing the voice of Jesus. And I think that's what's on offer. And you might say, how do I hear the voice of, of Jesus? How do I hear, is it going to be an audible voice speaking? Well, when Jesus first came into the world, he was called the Word of God. John's Gospel we heard read tonight. The, the, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word became one of us, came in, entered into our neighbor became one of us. But that infant Jesus that was come and worshipped by the shepherds, by the wise men, by those who had eyes to see, It wasn't someone who was speaking with his audible voice. T.S. Eliot, the the famous poet of the 20th century, talks about the word within the world, unable to speak a word, but becoming in his birth a sign that God had not abandoned humanity but had come to be one of us. And so another reading we heard was from Luke's Gospel with Simeon, uh, that great... um, elderly, prophetic guy when Jesus is at just eight days old country presented at the temple says, Lord, let us now your servant depart in peace. I've seen your salvation. Salvation is a person. Salvation is the person of Jesus. Salvation is somebody that knows you and you can know. I suppose part of our, our, our hope and our, our intention tonight is to say, if you do know Jesus, then I, I trust that you've enjoyed your fellowship with him. But if you feel that you don't know Jesus, could it be possible that you could not just sing about Jesus but hear the voice of Jesus? One of the things that we do at this church is we run a course called Alpha, and um, when you leave tonight, we're going to offer you a, a little discovery pack. It's got in it three different things. It's got a, the story of Jesus as John tells it. I am the light of the world, the light in the darkness. Really appropriate. Have a read through this Christmas if you've never read it. The biography of Jesus by someone who knew him well and was described as his friend. A little booklet called Why Jesus, which explains how we understand the Christian faith in this church and what it means not just to know about, but to become a follower of Jesus, if you'd like to do that. And finally, there's an invitation to our next Alpha course. Now, here at Wood is um, every term. we, We run something called Alpha. What it is is, it's a place for people who want to refresh themselves with the Christian story or explore it for the very first time. The format is really simple: you show up here, and you're given free a delicious supper. There's an after-dinner talk, and then there's a chance, if you'd like to, just to be in small groups and just bring all your questions, all your you know, all your doubts, with with topics like who is Jesus. Is there a God anyway? You know, why did Jesus die? How can I be sure of my faith? Questions that lots of people are asking. But think, is it okay to, to, to come to a church and ask those questions? Because don't you all believe the same stuff? Well, that's not true. Many people here are on journey. You know, we're, we're working it out. We're trying to understand what it means for the invisible God to become knowable, small enough to be known in the person of Jesus Christ, but big enough to be available for each one of us to be, for us, our hope and our future. So if you want to know more about Jesus, try Alpha. It'd be really good. I, I was supposed to-, to tell you as I finished, though, that um, when you know Jesus, the light of the world, the light that shines the darkness, it isn't just something that changes you on the inside. It's a transformational thing that can affect the rest of your life. A few days ago, I was given this book, um, Broken by Love. It's actually written by a friend of mine called Valjeel, who um, for a- for, a- for a season worshipped here at this church, actually, and. Um, when, when I when I first knew knew, knew Val, I um, mean she's 82 now, but um, I, I probably I must be 30 years when I first met Val, I suppose, and she was a kind of quite a demure, um, gently spoken lady. She'd been um, a librarian at Bristol University, and she'd had a, you know, she'd, she'd, life hadn't always been straightforward. She'd had a time when she was just bringing up a little boy on her own, and but she had a really happy marriage. Her life was going fine, but. There was something a little bit missing. She ended up going to church. She went to the Salvation Army down in St. Paul's, the Salvation Army Citable on Ashley Road, and actually found this Jesus um, was someone who changed her life, and she became a Christian. She became a follower of Jesus. And what she discovered, having followed Jesus for a little while, is that she could no longer ignore or be a bit freaked out or afraid of some of the homeless people, some of the kind of rather erratic kind of characters, some of the, the women that are in the sex industry that was such, um, such a visible part of St. Paul's life back then. Um, and she wanted to do something about it. So she ended up with the Salvation Army starting something called the Candle Project, just down there in Ashley Road. Now, the Candle Project, what, why, why that name? Well, you're probably familiar with the phrase, it's better to light a candle than curse the darkness. So she felt like, I'm just one middle-aged, little woman, I've not got any experience, but I can do something. So she started the Candle Project just reaching out, making a befriending service to people on the streets, people in the inner city, people who are caught in the sex industry. And it became busy and transformational and became known in the neighborhood and people came. And what with one thing and another, it led to Val starting a specific charity called the 125 Project particularly working out to the exploited, vulnerable, marginalized women in the sex industry. And and again, Val's book is full of moving, sometimes tragic, sometimes hopeful and joyful stories of change, of God using an ordinary, simple person who, having walked into the light and found the light, found that they too became a light, that they too became a candle. And one of the things that we, we hope and, and believe is that God's powerful enough to take ordinary people like us and like a little fire inside of us that we become people who change the world. You know, the world is not ultimately going to be changed by the empires, by the powers, by the money, by the weapons, by all that kind of stuff. The world is changed by people like you and me knowing the light, reflecting the light and taking the light with us wherever we go, not just at Christmas but throughout the year. So we hope that you'll be light bearers, uh, and in this place. So, um, as we come into land in this service, here's some ways which uh, you can uh, do that. I mean, for sure, we'd love to see you at Alpha. We'd love to see you um, as part of our church family. We, we believe we want to transform Bristol. We'd love to see you volunteering. But right now, actually, you can do something really practical, and that is to give. And in a moment, there'll be a QR code that will come up on our screen. And No pressure on anyone to do this, but our retiring collections throughout December have been to three causes to help the light of Jesus shine in dark places. The first is to In Hope. In Hope is a major charity in this city. It supports the Spring of Hope Women's Night Shelter. It operates the Wild Goose Soup Kitchen. It does life recovery. It does a whole range of things. Um, And we've got a lot of people who who work for that charity, who volunteer for it, who who associate with us. And we love to bless them by giving to them and to support their work this Christmas. The second charity we love to give to is Tear Fund. And actually, (laughs) Ian, who shared that poem, actually works for Tear Fund. And and Tear Fund at the moment um, are really active in, in supporting Christians, trying to be good news people in Gaza and Israel. And, uh, and helping some of the most needy people there. So we're going to be giving to Tear Fund. The, the third charity we're going to give to is a charity called International Justice Mission. A few years ago, I had the privilege of going to visit International Justice Mission in Cambodia and seeing their work there to, to, to transform a country, particularly to alter the whole sex industry there where, where vulnerable children were being exploited. And um, all over the world, they try and fight modern-day slavery. That's their motive. Where bonded slavery or people trafficking, all that kind of stuff. They're an expiring organisation. So part of our giving is those, those three charities. And as we, um, I, I'm going to pray for for those three things now. Father God, I want to thank you that you're the light that shines in the darkness and that you can change the darkness in me and in us and make us light bearers, hope bringers, not just at Christmas but throughout the year. And we, we pray tonight for those charities we've named. We pray for those people in our city who need your good news. We pray for one another that you'd help us to understand how much you love us, how radical and, and generous and powerful your love is, and help us to surrender to you, the light of the world. In Jesus' name. And I hope that you're going to join us now as we sing that song, um, I Heard the Voice of Jesus Say. And just be attentive to what he's been saying to you through all that's happened this evening and over this Christmas season. Do you want to stand?
6: of Jesus say come on
0: The the death of Shane McGowan and the funeral, the outpouring of love for us. You know, in in many ways, a very, um, uh, I suppose, a broken person, and yet someone who could understand and feel the joys and the pain of life and translate it to his music. And we do a little, a little bow to Shane McGowan with our final kind of hymn, if you like. Uh, So over to you. dancing at the end and I'm going to hand over to Glyn and if, if you want to stay and have a little bit of a formal bit of instruction there as we go back into a couple of things just to finish off with. The, the service prop has ended but this is going to be alright.